everyone, welcome to the Lightroom. I'm super excited to have you here today, tuned in, wherever you are. Good morning, evening, morning. I'm super glad that you've chosen to watch this video today. And if this is your first time and you're not subscribed yet, I want you to please subscribe to this YouTube channel and also like the video. Also leave a comment for me. I want, you, I want to know what you like about this video, what you learned, what you learned in this video as well. So I'll get right into it today. I'll be talking about fasting. I mean, <laughs> chances are you've seen a church flyer about fasting or you are fasting or your church is fasting or your friend is fasting. Somebody is fasting. And you may want to ask, why is everyone fasting in January? What's going on? <laughs> is that a memo that you didn't get or something? One thing that has really helped me grow as a believer is figuring out why. Why am I doing this thing? Why should I do this thing? It helps you in a different way when you do things consciously. So if you are fasting, why are you fasting? If you are not fasting, why are you not fasting? On Instagram the other day, I saw a post where someone said that fasting does not move the hand of God. And if you say that or believe that in the sense that God is a faithful father and he doesn't need you to go hungry to communicate with him, well, you, you, you're correct. But at the same time, indulging in pleasures and feeding yourself fat would not bring you closer to God. Why do we fast? Why does anyone fast in the first place? Why do people fast in scripture? I'm going to share a few points on why people fasted in scripture. And I want this point to just give you perspective to what we are doing now, to what people are doing today, to what you should do going forward probably so why do people fast in scripture number one people fasted as an act of repentance towards god so for instance god sent jonah to Nineveh to preach to the people there and jonah was scared he ran away by the time he finally got there and he preached to them. People of Nineveh received his preaching and then they went on a fast, seeking mercy from the Lord. So it was an act of them repenting from their evil ways by depriving themselves of food and putting on sackcloth and going on a fast to just show the Lord that, see, we received this message from your prophet and we repent of the things that we have done. There are several other times this happened in scripture for instance, the book of First um, Samuel, where Samuel led the children of Israel to a fast as well. So many times in scripture, people fasted as a show of repentance from their wrongdoings and a show of repentance towards God. Another reason why people fasted in scripture was if it was a period of mourning and sadness. For instance, when Saul and his son Jonathan died in battle, the children of Israel went on a fast and they were sad. The whole nation mourned their death in a fast. So 
the children of Israel fasted when they were mourning. And David is a stellar example. David fasted when he was sad. David fasted when he lost a child or something bad happened to him or he was depressed. David fasted in moments like that. So that's one of the reasons people fasted in scripture. One more reason people fasted in scripture is to seek God's face for a matter. For instance, in First Chronicles 20, King Jehoshaphat had thought about the problems that was facing him, you know, in battle. And he declared a fast to seek the face of the Lord on what to do. This was when God then gave them the instruction to praise him before they went into battle. So the people of Israel knew to take time out and focus on seeking the Lord's face on a matter. And that's why they fasted. Then moving on to the New Testament, why do people fast in the New Testament? We see in Acts 13 that the people there gathered to pray, gathered to minister to the Lord in a fast. So they waited in prayer. They waited and they were fasting. We don't have any record that they were praying for next levels as it were. I, I, had, I don't think I've seen any scripture in the New Testament, especially where Believers were fasting for a next level promotion or something like that. Now, am I saying that you shouldn't bring requests when you fast? That's not what I'm saying. But the believers in scripture had a culture of just waiting on the Lord. They were just waiting on the Lord. They were just ministering to the Lord in a fast. And that's what they were doing when the Lord said to them, separate unto me Paul and Barnabas for the work we to have called them. And that scripture really strikes me because when we gather like that, when we take time to wait on the Lord in prayer and in a fast, it's a ripple effect that we would hear him and we would hear him clearer. One thing I find with myself is when I go on a fast, I'm able to receive corrections from the Lord. And many times those corrections are not, you know, necessarily God calling me out on something bad that I did. Many times it's him calling me out on something that I should be doing that I have not done. And that's to the correction from the Lord. And many times also in fasting, I'm able to fix my eyes on the Lord. I've stripped myself from certain daily pleasures, maybe watching a movie or playing games. I really like cooking food, but I can't even lie. Um, during a fast, I just put away all those things and it's easier for me to just focus in devotion. It's easier for me to spend more time in devotion. So with all these things I've said, I've shown you that there's no con in fasting. The only con is that you feel like you will die, but I promise you, you won't die. I promise you. It's those first few days, especially if you're going on a stretch fast, those first few days feel like you're going to die, but I assure you, you will make it through. Think about it. There are days where you go without food for a long time and you don't feel it. But the day you decide, I'm going to fast today, that's when the hunger that you do not know about will start to chase you. That's when you wake up and it's the doctor's advice that you've been thinking about that breakfast is for champions. Breakfast is for champions when you're not fasting too, but no, you missed breakfast. It's your flesh 
revolting against what is good for your spirit. And it's normal. Everyone goes through it. Your pastors experience it. The people you look up to experience it. So don't feel anyhow. It's it's normal. And as my pastor and husband would say, when you start to feel those pangs, it shows that you're really fasting. I was talking to one of my friends and I say, and she was telling me something she does when she fasts. She said that when she feels hungry during a fast, in those moments she has her Bible study and she prays. And that's the whole point. You're not fasting to just go without food. You're going without food and water and I dare say movies, games, all those other side pleasures to fix your eyes on the Lord. And how do you fix your eyes on the Lord? In prayer and in Bible study. One thing that fasting does for you is to help you strip away from idols. Some of the things that the Israelites had to repent from was choosing idols over the Lord. There are many times that the Israelites bowed down to graving images and followed other gods instead of the Lord Most High. And when they repented from their evil, they went on a fast to just proclaim their repentance before the Lord. And now, in our world today, we may not have graving images or you may feel weird when you hear idols but there's so many idols around us today your idol may be your phone your phone that you pick up first thing when you wake up you've not even brushed you picked up your phone or you go days without praying but you can't go a day without opening instagram you can't go a day without opening whatsapp and many times there's this subconscious pressure that ah, if you don't open your social media today, you miss so many things. You miss all the people that are messaging you. And sometimes you open it and nobody messaged you. Nobody is looking for you. Fire did not fall. Heaven did not divide because you were offline. So when you fast, take it as an avenue to strip away things that have attached themselves to you that are not of God. Our ultimate pleasure should come from God. And when we fast, we teach our hearts to reverence the Lord once again. When we fast, we teach ourselves over and over again that God is our Lord. He is our Lord. He commands our highest affections. And I'll end with this. If before now you have seen fasting as you know, that painful moment, or maybe not painful, that gruesome, tiring season where you go without food i want you to look at it this way if you were going on a retreat with your lover to get closer maybe you both work busy nine to fives and you've been so caught up with life and now you've taken out some time to just bond and love up on each other you most likely want to do away with phones in that period i mean i would do that just do away with phone remember when my husband and I went for our honeymoon. We agreed that we were going to go off social media for the most part. We we're going to avoid screens. Like we did not carry a laptop for the trip because we know it's caught up watching Netflix. We just wanted to enjoy each other's company throughout the honeymoon. So it was beautiful. I did not see it as punishments that I'm not carrying my laptop to watch a movie. Or I'm not coming online. People are going to, I'm going to miss people's messages and all of that. 
I looked at it this way. I am going on a honeymoon with my lover. I've looked forward to this moment for so long. And I'm going to get to know him so much better. I'm going to enjoy his company. He's going to learn more about me. It was something I was looking forward to. So when you fast, if you're already fasting, I want you to look at your fast this way. You are stripping yourself of distractions to focus on your relationship with God. That's it. You love the Lord. And when you fast, you are affirming that you love the Lord. You are affirming that you love the Lord above food. You love the Lord above Netflix. You love the Lord above games and all those other things. So if you're not fasting or you've not picked a time in the year where you're going to just pause and fast and just strip off all distractions to focus on the Lord, I strongly, strongly advise you to do so. If your local church is fasting at the moment, join them. If you're finding it hard, ask someone in the church to hold you accountable. And if you don't have any circle to join for the fast, I'm fasting with Verifying Ministries. And it's been so amazing, really. I've never looked forward to a fast as much as this particular one. And there's something we are doing also during our fast. It's called Not Today. So every day of our fast, there is something that we would not do even after we break our fast. So today, for instance, we are not watching shows of any kind, whether it's on Netflix or Amazon Prime, anywhere you consume movies, you're not going to watch any movie of any kind throughout the day. Yesterday was movies and video games, and I won't enter me because I like game fever. <laughs> but one thing that I have seen is I found devotion to be more enjoyable in this past few days. And I strongly believe that when this fast ends, I would really want to continue. This is the end of my video. I hope this has helped you. Once again, I want you to share this with someone that needs to hear what I've said. I want you to tell me in the comment section what you've learned about this video. And please, if you've not subscribed to Lightroom, kindly subscribe to my YouTube channel and hit the notification bell so you get the notification the very next time I post the video which will be next week. See you all next week. Bye!